episode. So, on a very sad note, yes, tragic events today in New Zealand mm-hmm. uh, with the loss of uh, forty nine lives in the mosque su- shooting. Yeah, very tragic. I actually was in Jumbo today, and I couldn't help but think, think about it. Right, this could have been anybody. Anybody, yeah. It's it's funny. Um, one of my friends on Twitter he tweeted that um, that he's always thought about situations like that where he's go to Juma and uh, that and some random you know shooter comes in and starts shooting people and it's crazy because you think that it can never happen and then bam it happens so you, you just never know and I think it really hits close to home for us because a we are Muslim and uh, just just a very tragic event yeah extremely tragic and I've always thought about that too like what could go wrong and we saw it happen today. Like, mm-hmm. We saw... It was just terrible. I can't think about it that much. It's really sad. Yep. So, obligatory moment of silence? Yes, let's do it. Um, 30 seconds? Yeah, sure. Not sure how long that... Is that the timer? Oh, sorry. Were you timing it? Oh, uh, alright, uh, sorry okay, I interrupted it's that. It's alright, don't yeah, worry. We'll go on. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. Yeah. We don't want to bore you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. This podcast has to move on to yeah. lighter topics. Yes. Anyway, today's topic, an exciting one. Yes, exciting indeed. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, the shivers. shivers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Game of Thrones. Season 8. Season 8. The final season. The final season. This is where it all ends. Or begins. Begins. Depending on your perspective. Oh. <laughs> I was go- oh, yeah. That was a missed opportunity for a joke. No, now it ends. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Um, well, the trailer is what? Uh, a couple of weeks old now? A week and a half? week and a half. We were going to talk about it a bit last week, but we A, ran out of time, and B... You know, we decided that it would be a good topic for an entire episode, so... Yeah, Game of Thrones is uh, pretty much a big passion of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a global phenomenon. Global phenomenon. Books, TV shows, uh, I believe there is a spin-off... Mo- is it a spin-off movie or a spin-off TV show that they're... I think um, it's... In the planning. Spin-off TV TV show. show. Yes, TV show. Not a movie, but hopefully there's a movie in the works, too, because I will pay to watch that. Lots of memes. <laughs> Lots of Had memes. to do that. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess we're just going to talk about the Season 8 trailer for 45 minutes, or just That's... talk about Game of Thrones in general? You know what? Let's do the trailer, but then talk about Game of Thrones in general. Come on. It's Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones, right? It's going to be talked about in general. Right? In general, we're just going to like go off on a tangent about every little thing. I can, I'm envisioning it now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I well, I guess I guess a good way of starting would be, um, I guess we could talk about, you know, um, what do you think about the TV show? I mean, how well has it done? How bad has it done? Just general thoughts on it. General thoughts? Well... I think it's done reasonably well. It, I mean, it doesn't match up with the books, clearly. But, mm-hmm. uh, again, the books aren't f- 
fully written yet. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's another, um, I, that, that was another one of our topics. George. We're going to touch a Get touch on a that, George. Yeah. Get on it, please. <laughs> We're begging you. But no, I think the show has done really well, actually. Yeah. Down to the character representation, uh, the, the fantasy, the, like the world, the mm-hmm. fantasy world, yeah. um, the lifelike mythological creatures dragons dragons direwolves quick oh question uh, a direwolf or a dragon direwolf direwolf right I always make this argument with my friend just like my friends sorry in general it's like I would take a direwolf over a dragon a dragon's really nice but there's just something about a direwolf you know this really big it's just dog basically <laughs> and it's like it's connected to you connected to you right? all the dragons are sort of connected to you know yeah, they are. Dragon Riders and Targaryen blood and stuff. Sorry about the blood of older Valeria in general, but yeah, let's let's uh, get it back to the topic. More yeah, it us. feels more it's it's a dog. It's a, a direwolf's a giant dog, basically. Man's best friend. Man's best friend. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so let's dive in. Speaking of dragons, yes. We see a lot of dragons in the trailer. Yes, a lot of dragons. Uh, are we going to get a Jon Snow uh, dragon taming, dragon riding moment? For sure. We have to get oh, it, right? Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that, that's going to be... That's like, there's there is that one shot in the trailer where Danny and Jon are just walking towards uh, oh, yeah. the dragons. And I, I, just, I thought about it. I'm like, he's going to ride one of those. He's going to ride one of those. It's going to be super awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> it's probably going to be not Drogon. Definitely. Not Drogon. Who the one that died was Viserion. Viserion. Yes. Actually, no. Viserion didn't die. Oh yeah, <laughs> resurrected. Right. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> it's been out yeah, for a year, a, yeah, right? No, come on, it's not a spoiler yeah. anymore. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Dead. Gonna get a massive dog fight with dragons in the air. Ooh, I'm feeling <laughs> Battle of Winterfell. Song of Ice and Fire. Song of Ice and Fire comes full circle, right? Dragon, ice breath, fire breath. And and that's the kind of thing that I really liked about Game of Thrones. It ties, like, the theme of the whole novel kind of ties together in so many ways. You could could see the theme resonating in different characters. Mm -hmm. You could see it resonating in Jon, Danny. Uh, Arya. It's very symbolic. Yeah, it's very, very symbolic. Well, the characters are very symbolic of certain things. I mean, there was that um, very talked about um, aspect of it. Uh, the seven gods uh, and the Stark children. Sorry, seven gods? Oh my god, I'm, I'm dying here. Yeah, the seven. The seven, right? And the, se- the seven Stark kids. Yeah. Seven Stark kids? So, it's... Yeah. John. Six plus John, right? Yeah. Oh my god. I, I called myself a nerd and I'm forgetting all this. I'm like choking on the spot right now. I'm, I'm very sorry. But yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's a very symbolic. There's a lot of symbolism in it. And I think that's what makes it so poetic. You know, yeah. It's a song of ice and fire. You have John, you have Danny, you have dragons, you have ice zombies. It's, it's more than just, you know, fantasy. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. It's like, a blend of real life and fantasy. Somewhat. I think... Uh, yeah, it's still... Like, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the so, day, it's, it's, uh, it's set in a fantasy world with dragons yeah, and magic yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's still fantasy. It's still fantasy. <laughs> but uh, uh, George does a really great job of sort of, you know, introducing the gray areas that you would find in sort of more realistic literature. like Descriptive. Terms. Descriptive yeah. stuff. And, you know... Just a not black and white evil, you know. They're the gray areas. Yeah. You can't call a character evil. 
in, well, I guess you can make the argument for a few certain characters, but everyone <coughs> has a very, <laughs> everyone has a very human motivation. Yeah. Right? It's not, it's not like Lord of the Rings, and I should clarify that I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, and Lord of the Rings is the greatest thing ever written, but when I compare the two, sorry, <coughs> when I compare the two, what I mean is, like, Lord of the Rings characters are more akin to mythological heroes, while in Game of Thrones or Song of Ice and Fire, for the bookies out there, they're more grounded, right? They're more realistic in a sense where they're they're humans. We don't see them on a pedestal like in Lord of the Rings. Like, you won't see, um, well, in the show, you kind of see it, with Jon Snow going out and trying to sacrifice himself and, you know, let the others escape when they went beyond the wall and stuff. But, like, you won't see Jon charging down oh my god you know what i'm just like <laughs> i'm saying all these things that i'm remembering scenes from the tv show like uh, you, know, you do see him <laughs> you do see you do see him charging a lot charging down an entire army valerian rubber right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the brain fart in the tv show that was hilarious right but the, the gist of what i'm trying to say is like the characters are more human they're more grounded yeah. in reality they're more sort of gray right uh, john makes questionable decisions everyone makes questionable decisions and they're more that's, relatable. Yeah, and that's what makes them attractive. Right. Uh, well, uh, attractive makes, as in makes it watchable. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I, well, what I meant by attractive was like yeah, people, I know people can people identify. People can resonate with. Them. with yeah. Them. Right. <laughs> attractive. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't mean physically. I mean attractive. they are. Attractive. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's, not face it. Let's, let's face it. They are right. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, we should. Uh, yeah, we uh, should. Uh, <laughs> digre- I digress. We all digress. We always digress. When when don't we digress in this podcast? Actually, the theme of the show really, um, like the main theme, Valar Morghulis. Well, winter is coming is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Valar Morghulis. All men, all must, men die. must die, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Valar the Hyrus. All men must serve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that actually really brings to light the whole human side of Game of Thrones yeah. and how uh, everybody's just human. Everyone's human. No one's a mythological hero, but they can be made to mythological heroes by, you know, the telling of stories. Because, as we know, in the lore of Game of Thrones, you have, like, the Long Night and the 10,000-year history of Westeros and people like Brandon the Builder and, um... The Night's King. The Night's King. In the show, by the way, um, just to clarify for anyone who doesn't know yet, well, it's been out for a while. They said this a long time ago, but the Night's King in the books is different from the Night King in the show. What? You didn't know that? Okay, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, so, yeah, they said that the Night's King oh. uh, from the lore is different. Oh, it's a different okay, guy. Okay. Like, the Night the Knight King, in, in the show he's called the Night King, not the, the Night's King, King, right? Because okay. yeah. he's a different person. Because okay. in, if you remember from the lore, the Night's King was the, oh, God, he was the, which command, which, like, the 99th commander of the Lord, the, the, yeah. the Night's Watch? Yeah, the 99th. The 99th, right? And, yeah. My mic. No, yeah. He was the 99th commander of the Night's Watch, and in the show, we don't know who the Night King is. But, but fans have been speculating, and I think this is a great way to sort of get into the actual trailer itself, so why don't we? So, mm-hmm. it opens with, you know, Arya, if you remember. My favorite Arya character. Your favorite character, right? I think it's also George's uh, wife's favorite character. He's like, I, I, I read that she threatened him, and he's like, you know, if, if you kill off Arya, I'm going to leave you. 
<laughs> I think that's what it was. Something like that. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so the trailer opens with Arya afraid and running, which is very interesting because part of Arya's sort of character development is that she goes from this little girl, emotional little girl, to this sort of stoic, you know, cold assassin. Emotionless assassin. Yeah. And the way the trailer opens, you just hear her sort of like panicking, like... <sighs> And she starts running, and she looks behind her, and I'm like, oh my god, what's going on, right? Because, like, this is the new, uh, cold, uh, you know, Terminator-esque Arya. Like, what is she running from? What is she afraid of? Exactly. Like, um, it was interesting to see her in that way, because, uh, you never think Arya would, after seeing what she's gone through, like, you never think, okay... Is this the kind of Arya that we've seen grow, like, grow up through the seasons? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is like season two Arya. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So, what could be that powerful? To uh, Or that... Sorry, not powerful, but that... Scary. Strong, terrifying. Scary. Ominous. Ter- <laughs> ominous. Yeah. <laughs> chasing her through the door. I, I don't know if she was running through the crypts, because that would be pretty significant, because there is also a scene after she gives that awesome speech... Uh, I forgot what she said. I, w- I was supposed to write it down, but I forgot. Uh, after she gives that awesome speech, like something along the lines of, you know, I've seen the many faces of death, and she flips like the the dragon glass dagger, and she's like, I'm ready for this one, sort of. Oh, uh, yeah, there's yeah. a scene either right after that or before it where they just show a bunch of people who are hiding in the crypts, and Varys is, Varys is one, one of right. them. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's really interesting because there's been some speculation that maybe. The Night King is going to get into Winterfell, and sorry, I did pull up my notes because my oh, phone I just know locked. What you're gonna say. Right, he's going to resurrect all the you know the ancient uh, kings of Winter. Winterfell, right, and that's why they burn the ashes. Uh, I don't. They don't. Starks don't burn their dead. Oh yeah, yeah. They sure. the thing was that they they bury them with iron. Long swords, like they—they they said that iron, like the White Walkers hate iron, right? Oh, right. And I think in the books, Ned was it Ned who mentioned it, uh, where he's like, um, uh, something along the lines of, you know, they buried the ancient kings of Winter with iron swords to keep, you know, the, their spirits locked inside the tombs. Yeah. And a really, you know, fun part about that is that they also mentioned that the swords have rusted away over the centuries, so there's nothing left to, you know, keep the the oh, angry the angry kings of winter inside their tomb. Okay. And a lot of people have been speculating that that's what's going to happen, that the Night King is going to get into Winterfell and sort of resurrect all these ancient, you know, these kings of winter. Because from the lore, um, we know that the kings of winter were brutal, harsh men, you know, these old ancient Starks, they were not nice. Yeah. They were not nice people. Like, they conquered the North by, you know, brute force, you know, kill the men, take the women, you know, they killed all these other kings and married their daughters forcefully. Like, they were brutal, brutal men in a brutal world back then, I should say. Yeah. And, you know, just, I think just seeing that on screen would be pretty awesome. Like, have Jon Snow, the current king of the North, dueling to death with this, like, this decrepit corpse of some ancient Stark King <laughs> would be pretty awesome to see. Yeah. And then we, like, I don't know, how would you be able to defeat the Valyrian Steel? I think so. It's yeah. like, well, here's the thing. We don't know whether the White Walkers can resurrect them, you know, oh. the ancient Stark Kings as White Walkers or just Whites. I'm going to say Whites, you know, you know, just a corpse. 
Yeah, the corpses. I mean, say White Walkers, you're confusing yourself with um, another uh, bad TV show. <laughs> the Walking Dead. Uh, the Walking <laughs> We could have an entire episode dedicated to The Walking Dead. I can rant about how bad The Walking Dead's gotten, but we'll do that. This. We'll do that later. <laughs> but yeah, um, we don't know whether they're, they're going to come back. Or we don't know if they're going to make an appearance at all, but I ho- I'm hoping they do because it would be pretty awesome to see. And just think about it, you know, Arya running through the crypts, you know, looking all terrified just because she's getting chased down by her, you know, her ancestors. <laughs> That'd be pretty oh, sweet. What if be... what if we get a headless Ned Stark? <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> that would be terrifying. <laughs> or 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 Rob with the Grey Wind's head attached to it. Yeah. Okay, that would be insanely <laughs> terrifying. But I would, would kind of kill to see that. I want to see it. Yeah, That'd I want to see it. Pretty sweet. To see. <laughs> or oh jeez, Lady Stoneheart. Lady Stoneheart <laughs> to tease the tease, Lady Stoneheart. And, well. I, I don't know what they did with her body in the show. Or Rob's body, too. I think... Well, in the in the books, uh, Ned's body gets snatched by Lady Dustin, who says, I'm going to feed his bones to my dogs, if you remember correctly. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, Caitlin got resurrected as Lady Stoneheart. And we don't know what happened to Rob's body. There's a theory, though. What? For Rob's body? Isn't the theory uh, he's... Sir Robert Strong? Yes, that's a fan theory. Fan theory. But okay. I don't really buy it because buy it? Yeah, Robert it Strong make, is Gregor Clean. It doesn't make sense. I think I think it's Gregor Clean. Yeah. Know? I think it's too obvious, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's Rob. <laughs> I, I it's think like, I that think that doesn't look like Rob. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I I think I do think Rob's body well, in the books at least is with uh, Lady Stoneheart and the Brotherhood. Um Oh, I th- because be because she has his crown. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, she does. She, she has does. his crown. I think she has his body too, unless the phrase just like dumped it somewhere. <laughs> screw the phrase, obligatory. Screw the phrase. Screw the. Phrase. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, another digression. Uh, let's see what I have here. Yeah, the significance of the crypts. We talked about that. People hiding in the crypts. How awesome would that be? Just to see the reaction of everyone in the crypts, like you know, like various. You know, Varys is a very, um, <laughs> he's an interesting character. Uh, he's not a cynic. Eunuch. I meant like he's not, um, oh. he's not cynical of, oh, sorry. of, you know, religion know and stuff what. because. He is a eunuch. <laughs> he's, he is a eunuch, yes, he's a eunuch. <laughs> we all know that. But I don't think he's a cynic. He's not an atheist. Yeah, he believes. <laughs> he's not an atheist, I think. <laughs> Trigger alert. Um. <laughs> uh, because his back in his backstory, he does mention that when they cut off his manhood and threw it into the flames, he heard a voice or something like that. Uh, so he's he has some experience with magic, but just imagine you know being in their place and and, and you know the White Walkers they defeat you know the army that's come to meet them and they get into Winterfell. Everyone just hiding in the crypts, and then all of a sudden the Night King comes and says, "Hey, I'm gonna wake up all these ancient Stark kings." You know, they rise up and everyone's screwed. <laughs> it's like, it's sort of like, I don't know, going way out of a tangent. Kind of like the Battle of Britain, if you think about it. People hiding, World hiding War in the underground bunkers. Oh, yes, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm like thinking, like, Battle of Britain. Yeah, hi, yeah the yeah, hiding sorry. part, right? Yeah, 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 I see, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Another digression, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um... But, 
but yeah, I, I just, I, if, you know, to the showrunners, I hope that's the case, because it would be really awesome to see. Uh, I don't know how realistic it would be in terms of, you know, the bodies having decayed to the point where they're just bones. I mean, there are whites who are just bones, but, you know, the start, mm-hmm. well, actually in the show, they cut it down, like, the timeline from 10,000 years to just 1,000 years, but yeah. still, 1,000 years is a long time. Yeah. And we don't know how, you know, what the integrity of the, those ancient bones are. You know, what, what if they're just dust by now? Yeah. But, um, yeah. It would still be pretty sweet to see. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but isn't there... The Night King's army, anyway. Like, yeah. how, do you, how old do you think... Or how old is the... Mo- like, the majority of the army, anyway. Like, pretty recent. That's an interesting question. Um... Because we know we know there is a significant chunk of them that are recent. Yeah. Uh, due to you know, like, yeah. him attacking the wildlings and killing all the rangers beyond the wall, and then of course they had hard home. Oh yeah. Uh, but but when you think about it, um, when someone dies beyond the wall, like I'm not talking about getting resurrected, but it's just this, this expanse of unexplored territory. Like if you die, no one's finding your body there. So God knows how many bodies there are beyond the wall that haven't been, you know, discovered Disco- and been, you know, resurrected by the Night King. Yeah. And how old some of those are. Because when you think about it, I mean, the Night's Watch is really old. Yeah. God knows, yeah. God knows, again, God knows how many rangers, how many black brothers have gone beyond the wall and just died, you know, went missing. Grin, Pip. Exactly. Rip. 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 <laughs> In the show, at least. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, sorry. In the show, at least, right? Book readers, I'm sorry. <laughs> get on that, George. Yep, get on it. Are they going to die? Are they going to live? They're probably going to die. Yeah, that's for sure. I just hope Ed doesn't die. Oh, Dolores said, so sad. I, I, he's probably going to die in the show. Poor Ed. But, uh, yeah, digression again. But, yeah, God knows how many bodies have sort of, like, um, how many people, sorry, how many people have died and just, like, gone missing beyond the wall and yeah. been resurrected? Because in the lore, too, I know the Starks a bunch of times have, you know, to, in order to sort of smack down the king beyond the wall, they sort of, like, teamed up with the Night, Night's Watch and gone beyond, taken entire armies beyond the wall. So, you know, and no you one know, knows how many people died. So Yeah. And you know what really is interesting? The White Walkers are now going to be facing off against a huge chunk of Westeros. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw this part in the trailer. What Cersei said? Or Cersei? Yeah, what did she say? Uh, what did she say? Or, no, what Jamie said, sorry. He says, he's like, I'm fighting for... Oh, I wrote, I wrote down the quote. Yes, you're right. Oh my god, uh, side note. Least score 6-5, Austin Matthews for shot. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, sorry, sorry. We we uh, we said before that. the before the podcast we're like uh, we're gonna turn off our notifications or phone, but the police yeah. are playing, so that's important. Uh, sorry about that, but yeah, I wrote down the quote um, somewhere here. It was an awesome quote. Um, nice job, nice job by the writers there. Um, yeah, that, that was amazing. Here it is. Here it is. I promise to fight for the living. I intend to keep that promise. Yeah, it was a sweet. <laughs> A line. I'm like, oh yeah, Jamie. Jamie's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I, book I and agree. show. Book and show. Like, even in even though in the show he was kind of up and down. Yeah, I feel like that's what kind of made his character like stronger in a yeah. sense. Like it's it, it's interesting because um, again, like we said before, Game of Thrones is like 
It's a very symbolic show. It's a very symbolic book. And, you know, Jamie being the Kingslayer. And I'm pretty sure he's talking to John in that scene. Yeah. You know, and so Jamie being the Kingslayer, talking to John, you know, the King of the North, saying, I, you know, I intend on keeping that promise. Because as we, as we do know, Jamie sort of broke his oath to the Mad King by killing him. Yeah. So I thought that was a really neat, a sweet moment, you know, for him. The Kingslayer making this pledge and sort of reaffirming it to the King of the North. So it's pretty Thanks. awesome. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> and it And it feels like... Like whoever is, whoever doesn't pledge to fight for the living, is gonna die. Is gonna die, <laughs> gonna right? Die. <laughs> They're all like... screwed. Which uh, sort of brings me to another point. Uh, we get a shot of the silence. Uh, you're on ship. Oh. And yeah. with the Golden Company on board, I think. Right. Those, those yeah, guys, exactly. right? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the goal. Because I think Cersei in at the end of season seven said he's going. She's sending him across the narrow sea to recruit the Golden Company, right? Yeah, that and those yeah, are yeah, those were that was the Golden Company for sure, and that's pretty exciting. I will say I'm a little disappointed in the whole you know cutting of uh, Aegon out because oh, as we yeah. do know that you know the Golden in the books uh, the Golden Aegon. Companies with Aegon and stuff. I was kind of hoping that they'd bring him in, that they yeah. not or at least sort of. Um, Reference him? Reference him or something, or, you know, give his plot to John. Because his uh, name is Aegon? Because his name is Aegon in the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and part of me was, sort of, you know, fingers crossed that, because uh, uh, in the lore, um, uh, Blackfire, the Targaryen sword, one of yeah. the Targaryen swords, um, Valerian Demon. steel swords, the one that was wielded by Aegon the Conqueror himself, right? Uh, in the lore, we do know that... The Black Fires, you know, the illegitimate yeah. uh, Targaryen kids that line that has that sort of plague the Targaryens for many, many years. Yeah, uh, they were the ones who last had Blackfire the sword. Well, and, that and as we do know, that they a couple of them have been Lord. Um, sorry, what you want to say something? Hold that thought. Yep, seven five leaves. No way! Who scored? <laughs> Who was it? Who was Austin. It? Again? Yeah. Yes, too? Oh, yeah, Austin. That's my boy, my favorite player. Yeah. All right. <laughs> back back to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, yeah, I'm, I was kind of hoping that we'd get a Blackfire reveal in the show. Like, have the Golden Company present the sword Blackfire to either Danny or John, because... Blackfire is a pretty sweet sword. Have you seen like fan art of it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's I think a, you have one on your profile pic. Uh, Black. I have Facebook. Facebook. My I think my banner picture is yeah, banner picture is Damon Blackfire with Blackfire. You know, leading the charge at that famous fictional Game of Thrones battle. Or sorry, a Song of Ice and Fire battle of uh, Redgrass Fields. Yeah, a great picture by the way. Um, you should you could Google. Uh, Red grass field. You should probably, you can probably find it. Sweet picture. You know, Dan Blackfire like leading the charge. Like ah, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, and Blackfire is a pretty sweet source. I was kind of holding on to you know some hope that we get a reveal like that. You know, like having the Golden Company presenting you know Danny or John with the sword Blackfire. You know, as sort of a reaffirmation of their you know their kingship, right? Or, yeah, or allegiance. But I don't think we're gonna get that as. I think, here's what I think is going to happen. I think, you know, just like Cersei said, um, that we're going to let them duke it out in the north, and we're going to come in and clean up the, you know, clean up the stragglers. 
Yeah. I think what's going to happen is, and I kind of don't want this to happen, but I have a feeling it's going to happen, that Danny and John and the Living in the North will defeat the Night King. Yeah. And the end game for Game of Thrones is not going to be a, a sort of a final showdown with the Night King, but it's going to be a final showdown with Cersei. Oh man! I think I th- I think that's what's gonna happen, and I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of sad about yeah, it. Yeah, because sorry, go if on. If you think about it, isn't the Night King like the main boss? The main boss. <laughs> the main boss. That's Techni- a good name. <laughs> video game nerds here, but yeah, the main villain in the show. In the show, if you think about it, yes, uh, kind of, kind of. Okay, kind of, kind of, because. Well, uh, fans have been discussing this for decades, and I think they don't want the Night King and or the Night's King, you know, both of them. I'm, I'm talking about both of them, book and show, to be sort of a bad, bad guy, right? They don't want the White Walkers to be sort of these just these these angry monsters coming down from the north to wipe everybody out. Yeah, uh, I think people want there to be a purpose, right? Yeah, an actual legitimate purpose. Which brings me like to another whole... point. Sorry. Sorry. Go on, go talk. I'm, I'm gonna pull it. I'm gonna pull it up now because I like the whole backstory behind the Night's King and how um, there isn't the theory um, that he is the first um, king in the king in the north. I don't think it was not no. that. There's a theory that he is a Stark. Yeah, he is uh, a Stark. So Sorry. the. I'm gonna go off on another like um, storytelling tangent here. Sorry. So the the lore thing, I'm trying to remember now. Oh my god, it's slipping away from my head. Um, so according to like the lore of Game of Thrones, um, if you remember that chapter when Old Man is you know talking to Brian, you know after his fall, short yeah. times, telling him yeah. stories, and she tells him the stories, um, the story about the White Walker and the last hero, yeah, the, the White Walker. Sorry, the, the Night King, the Night's King. And the last hero and stuff. Yeah. She says, like, you know, some people say that the Night King, the Night's King, sorry, the Night's King was a Bolton. Some say that he was an Umber. But she's like, no, mark my words, he was a Stark. He was a Brandon Stark. And the the theory um, behind the whole Night King Stark uh, thing is that people say that he was the brother of one of the, bra- the earliest Brandon Starks. Hold on. What? JVR just scored. That's a hat trick for him, you know? Oh, jeez. That's, that's a hat trick for him. He, scored, he already scored two. Oh, oh my god, this game is crazy. And we're not we're not watching it. What, what a shame, but yeah. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Uh, the Night's King. Yeah, the Night's King. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the Night's King. They say that, you know, he was uh, A, the uh, 99th Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, and B, that he was... The brother of one of the earliest kings in the north. So, he Brandon was a Stark. And, oh. do you know the YouTuber uh, Alt-Shift-X? Heard of I him? think so. He does a lot of Game of Thrones videos. And okay. he made one recently uh, where he talked about this. Where he talked about sort of like the parallels between um, sort of John being... Well, John is half Stark, right? But John being a child taken in by the Stark family to be raised as one of their own. And he theorized that, you know... Well, he didn't theorize, he just put it out there. That, you know, maybe... As we know, you know, the Night King... Um, the Night's King, sorry. Confusing the two. The Night's King um, was the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. And he sort of fell in love with 
the Knight's Queen, who... Ah, uh, yes. Is sort of, we, from the, her description, we think, or people have theorized that she was a female White Walker. And Alt-Shift X sort of put this out there that, you know, maybe they had a kid. Now I remember right? this. Now I, rem- I remember watching something about like this. Like this, right? Was, maybe they had a kid. Been him. And when the Stark King came to overthrow him, his brother, uh, he found this kid, and he didn't want to kill the child, so he took it into his own household. And maybe, just maybe, the Starks have White Walker blood running through their veins. Which actually makes a good point. Because, um... If you think about it... Oh, sorry. uh, Digression again. Final Maple Leaf 7, Flyers 6. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, (laughs) Just putting it out there, it was 5-2 at one point in the second period. And it was just a crazy game. But yeah, sorry. Going back. You were were saying something. Yeah. So, um... If you think about it... Don't the... The way the like the way the knights king or the knight king, <laughs> you know, you could say anything and just just we'll, we'll take it as a whole. Yeah. yeah, like the way he controls um, the the whole army. Yeah, uh, it's in a sort of a like war game in a sense. Do you mean hit the whites, like the the dead, actual dead, or like the white walkers too? Uh, the white walkers too. In a sense, it's like uh, astral projection of War King. No, I don't know. I, no, that's that's an interesting point, actually. I don't think he controls the White Walkers like that, but he certainly could control the Whites to some extent. You know, because they are mindless, dead things, right? Yeah. So that, that that's an interesting point. Maybe he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, so. he does use, you know, some aspect of War King to control the Whites. Because it's a huge army, right? Yeah, how is he going to get them from one point to another? He has to sort of you know, project his will and somehow. How, and right? how does he, like, form a battle plan? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess what the battle plan could be is charge. Charge, yeah. But, I mean, how do you tell Overwhelm them, them, right? <laughs> <laughs> All he does is point. So. Uh, what, what was the Japanese war cry? Uh, bonsai? Bonsai. <laughs> bonsai charge them, right? Uh, it could be. It could be. Oh, quick time check. Sorry. Uh, what? Oh no, it's nine fifty-four. Uh, we have thirty-four minutes on the dot. Thirty-four. Okay, so we have like a good uh, ten, uh, ten yeah. minutes. All right. Um, well, let's move on to another point. I just closed my notes. I'm stupid. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, talked about that. Oh yes, the Battle of Winterfell. I know we touched upon this briefly. You know, with yeah. all crypts and stuff. But the Battle of Winterfell is supposed to be a really, really big thing in this season. Uh, you know who's directing it? The Battle of Winterfell. Uh, the same guy who directed the oh, the Battle of the Bastards. I don't yeah, know. How, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, it's like Miguel Sapno something. Sap- I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. I don't want to say it because I don't want to butcher it completely. Okay, let me get the official. Uh, but yeah, I will keep talking. So the battle, Sap- the Battle of Winterfell, is going to be this really big, you know, showdown Sap- between the living and the dead. Yes, that's the guy. Or something like that, right? Yeah. He directed he directed uh, the Battle of the Bastards, which is a great episode, fantastic. Yeah, and I can't wait to see what he has in store for us um, in this Battle of Winterfell. 
Because, you know, we're going to get dead. We're going to get dragons. We're going to get undead dragons fighting. Oh, uh, living dragons. It's going to be sweet, man. <laughs> I cannot wait. I can't, I can't wait at all. It's this, gonna be this, awesome. This season's gonna be the best season, I think. I think so, right? I mean, and with... I know it's gonna be shorter, but combined with the longer episodes... The longer episodes. That's gonna make the longer episodes. I think they said some of them are gonna be, like, full movie length. Oh, jeez. I, th- I think... I think the Battle of Winterfell episode is gonna be full movie length. Well, that's like Sherlock territory now. How long are Sherlock episodes? Sorry, I don't know Sherlock. An hour and a half. An hour... Oh, wow. That's pretty long. Yeah. I think they've done hour and a half episodes before oh, wait. Though, in Game of Thrones. Oh, or at least like an hour and 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Okay. I think they have, yeah. They have, right? Yeah. But yeah, Battle of Winterfell is going to be sweet. Because um, we, we got this really awesome shot of sort of like the living army sort of lined up. You have these like Jorah and Grey Worm, you know, they're just standing outside Winterfell. It's like really dark oh, and misty. Yeah. And you know, the atmosphere is like, it's, this, it's really ominous atmosphere. And then you just see like the hoof of an undead horse like dropped right <laughs> and uh, I'm like oh man here we go this is gonna be sweet <laughs> it was a great shot I'm so excited for that and it's, it's interesting to see Grey Worm actually in Winterfell right yeah. right yeah, he's, all, yeah. Like, he's far from home <laughs> very far from home right? it was really awkward seeing like all yeah. those eastern uh, the unsullied in Winterfell yeah uh, I didn't get a good uh, glimpse of their armor but they know they're all like they're, they're bundled I, up, basically. And it, look, it looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks really awesome. <laughs> it actually. does, it does. Um, e. I keep closing my notes, and I'm I like, oh, we open them again. Sorry, go on. we didn't touch on. We saw Sansa, but she she looked pretty, str- like, she didn't look distraught or anything. She looked like she was just... Um, we got one shot, one shot of, of her, her. Um, looking at the dragons as they the dragons, flew over yeah. Winterfell, right? But we didn't get much. We didn't get much. But there was, if you remember, there was, um, HBO does, like, this, um, I forgot, I don't know the term of it, uh, I'm sorry. They, like, do, like, this mashup. Oh, okay. Where they take all these scenes, scenes from, the, from like, the, the upcoming seasons of all their shows, and they, like, put them yeah. together. And there was one scene where Danny and John are in Winterfell, and Sansa says, um, Winterfell is yours, your grace, and she's talking to, to Danny. So, it was, it was pretty, um, you know... I want to. See, I want to see a meeting between them. You know why I'm so excited? Uh, part of the reason, because we gotta get all these characters oh, coming yeah, together, right? Exactly. <laughs> right? We're gonna get <laughs> finally get John and you know Arya reuniting. We're gonna get Danny interacting with uh, John's sisters. We're gonna get Varys in Winterfell. You know, everyone's coming together, right? And you know who we did? I think we saw a glimpse of him. Who? Bran. Oh, Bran. Yeah, Bran's in Winterfell already. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be there too. He's going to be there. Everyone's yeah. going to be there, right? <laughs> and, uh, I think um, Sam came up from the Citadel. Yeah. To tell, um... Oh, that's another big point. Because if you remember in season seven, at the end, uh, Bran and uh, uh, Sam were talking. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Bran tells Sam, like, you know, John's uh, Aegon Targaryen. How do you think that's going to play out? Because I, I think there was, a, there was a scene in this trailer. Yeah. Where John is in the crypts, he's looking at you no know, old glum, you know, normal John. Yeah. And you know, Danny just approaches him slowly. I think, you know, he, A he was looking at the statue of his mom, Liana. Yeah. And I think that's after Bran tells him everything. Ooh. That's gonna be really interesting. How be... is he gonna react? That is gonna be interesting actually, like to find out that you're like you're not actually 
Well, you're half. <laughs> well, you're half, half, half yeah. right? You're you're a star. No, no, you're not actually Ned's son. <laughs> Ned's son, right? It's it's gonna be crazy. Like, yeah. how is he gonna react? Because his entire life, he's been told that you're, you're the bastard of Winterfell, right? And, yeah. And, 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 and you know, Caitlin, Catelyn, sorry, has sort of like shunned him because of that. You know, mistreated him because she always thought that he was Ned's sort of um, bastard son, son. Right? legitimate son. And it's gonna be crazy because you know how is he gonna react to being told that hey, your mom Lyanna Stark married Rhaegar, you're a legitimate kid, and you are you know the true king, true of, king Westeros, of Westeros, right? Yeah, exactly, the legitimate king who has a who has um rights to the throne before Danny, who comes before Danny, yeah, in succession, right? Exactly. And how is Danny gonna react? Seeing that she's not, yeah. you know, she she comes after John. We do know they fell in love. You know, they had the boat, uh, <laughs> uh, boat copulation scene, <laughs> right? And how how is she going to react to that? That's interesting, actually. But because Danny's been, you know, her whole shtick is, I am the rightful ruler of Westeros. I'm going to take back what's mine. But yeah. what if what's yours is not yours yet? It's your nephew's. <laughs> right exactly how is she gonna react yeah I, that's gonna be interesting actually because if you think about it the reason why she was she wanted this power trip was because in the east she was like the breaker of change the breaker of change right like, and now coming back to Westeros uh, that power trip is still with her like she the reason why, actually, didn't John actually kneel to her? Yes, yeah. he did. So, seeing or having her find out that Westeros actually belongs to John would probably hurt her ego so much. I don't know. It'll be interesting, right? It'll be interesting because <laughs> she she does have. She's going on a bit of a power trip, you know. Remember that scene with Randall Tarly, you know, after she attacked the yeah the little um the little cargo. Yeah. baggage train with yeah. all the goods they took from Highgarden oh, I've yeah, seen yeah. with Randall Tarly where she's like you know you guys are gonna kneel or you're gonna die she gives yeah, them an ultimatum right. and seeing hearing that John is the true king of Westeros and he can confirm it by you know he can confirm his parentage by riding a dragon by taming a dragon right? yeah and we've already partially seen that yeah, when, we, Dro- when Drogon approached him on Dragonstone, remember? And he sort of took off his glove and it be, held his yeah, hand. He and Drogon was all like, oh, I'm, I'm falling to you. There's no <laughs> dragon blood, yada, yada, yada. And, he yeah. He started so, purring, I think. Exactly. Dra- <laughs> if a dragon can purr. If a dragon Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes. Time check, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. sort of being, like, super um, on this today. Cause yeah, I'm, we're coming up to 43 minutes. 43 minutes. Um... We are approaching the end of the trailer stuff, too, so that's good. Good pace, good pace. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing we didn't touch on. Yes, go Or, on. I don't know, we kind of did. Uh, Cersei. Oh, yes, no, yes, Cersei. What is Cersei going to do? Because we know her plan is that she sent Euron across the Narrow Sea to get the Golden Company. Yeah. And we know her plan also is that she's going to mop up any stragglers um, in the battle of the living versus the dead. So what yeah. is she going to do? I think, to be honest... I don't think she's gonna play it smart. <laughs> Probably. I mean, she's she like, she is. Yeah. She's got basically zero allies now. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost. <laughs> what? Who does she have? Like 
The Iron Islands with Euron. Not even Dorne. Dorne, not really. I mean, not even. Ah, Dorne. We could talk about Dorne. Ah, forget about (laughs) Dorne. Ah, that Dorne storyline. Don't bring it up. Yeah, let's not bring it up. Um, um, she has the the Golden Company, which I think are about ten thousand strong. I want to say. Um. Yeah, she's just gonna wait it out. (laughs) She's just gonna wait it out, right? I mean. She's not in a good position, but she does hold the capital city. She does help King's Landing. She does hold the Iron Throne. Yeah. But, but, a wild card at the dragons. Oh. Oh, but yeah. she also did develop that, um, that giant scorpion weapon to combat the dragons too, right? And then we saw that in, uh... Did she have only one of them? Or did uh, she make multiple? I believe they were going to mess with Make multiple, right? Yeah. So yeah, she has her anti-air, <laughs> anti-air <laughs> guns, <laughs> right? Um, so it's going to be interesting. So like, like I said, like, like I was predicting that John and Danny are going to have a hero's victory over the Night's King, or the Night King, sorry, in the show, and they're going to go south to deal with Cersei, and how all that's going to play out, I don't know. Westeros is going to be real fun to clean up after this. Like afterwards, right? All the small folk are like, oh my god, not this garbage again. <laughs> I'm just trying to farm. What are you guys doing? <laughs> there, was, there was a really funny uh, comic uh, about Game of Thrones. Uh, so there's like a, a peasant, a farmer, and he's like trying to go about his daily routine and like in each panel he's getting his head chopped off and he's like just like sighing like <laughs> it's pretty funny he's like oh, not again. again I think I think it was uh, Varys who said um, how come you know whenever you high lords play the game of thrones it's the small folk who suffer which is kind of it's yeah. kind of true because you know the armies are made up of you know levies who are pulled out of oh, the population yeah. right yeah so you know how are they gonna? How is Westeros gonna recover from this massive war with the dead and a mad queen in Cersei? Not gonna be easy. Not gonna be easy. Not at all. Uh, but yeah, this season is gonna be interesting. It's gonna be it's interesting. Gonna be I'm interesting. super excited for it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We, we have a watch party. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna be in Ottawa. Oh no. <laughs> yes, that is the bad news dropping right there. I will be moving to Ottawa end of April, so we're gonna have to figure out a way to. Um, do the podcast over Skype. If anyone does know a way of um, conducting a podcast when you know when your co-host is four hours away, <laughs> please do let us know. Um, you know, drop a comment on SoundCloud or when we share this on Facebook. Let us know, please. Um, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, we don't have much time left, do we? Forty-six and uh, almost forty-seven. All right, so, uh, so let's call. Let's call it up. Uh, a show there. Um, since you opened, you can close too. Yeah, sure. So we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, hope you loved our dissection of the trailer. The trailer. We kind of fanboyed uh, a little yeah, too. Yeah, we, we kind of fanboyed a lot actually. <laughs> um, if we have any feedback, uh, comment, uh, like the link, wherever this is. Yes. Share it. Share it. Share yeah, it. Yes, share it. Couldn't stress that enough. Uh, we're trying to monetize this, so uh, we need the shares. Yep. Five, was it 5,000, please? <laughs> yeah, 5,000. <laughs> we only have like 10. <laughs> we only have like 10. Yeah, so if you guys it's okay. It's this, humble beginnings, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah, uh, feedback, share, do your thing. 
do your thing, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Oh my god, well, we, they should know us by now, but just in case, this has been your co-host, Waleed. And your co-host, Abade. And thank you, and good night. Thank you. Good night.